welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? We give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Just changing it up on you to see what, yeah. if, see if you could maintain your composure. I failed. I failed miserably. I guess I got to have to go back in the cave. That's my <laughs> That's punishment. Right. Good evening, cave people. (laughs) We're back with another cave-filled episode of The Descent. Uh, Part deux. The Descent part deux. Yeah. Hot (laughs) hot shots part deux. Um, Yes, we're back with another, uh, the the final uh, episode of The Descent, our Descent franchise here. Brought to you by listener Reading Hicks. Who, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is like we said, been hyping us up on Twitter and uh, wanted us to do this. And we've been having a blast, but it's already almost over. Um, so, Eliz, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, you should send us an email to sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the show. And we really appreciate it. Give us one star for every one of your friends you live in the cave. <laughs> you're like counting uh, I, uh did I let you go but uh, I think I need more stars all of all okay <laughs> hey guys once the pandemic's over who wants to go caving spelunking <laughs> I got a real nice uncharted cave we can go in <laughs> oh boy I love a good uncharted cave Oh, man. All right. Well, we're uh, back with uh, in 2009 with the one and only sequel to The Descent. And here we go. Critics called The Descent the most terrifying monster movie since Alien. In 2009, it's time to return. We found one of the girls. Near the old chapel mine. Sarah, you have to help us find them. (laughs) Whoa, Sarah is back. I actually had to edit together two trailers there because uh, I mean you had to get that that bloodhound noise in there. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, you know the voiceover guy uh, he wasn't in all the trailers and I, after he says that in the dark we have to return to the dark. There's no other dialogue, so I was like, okay. Well, uh-huh. well surprisingly, this really is part two. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it takes place minutes after the last movie left off even though it's been four years in real world yeah and even though there's multiple endings that maybe contradict what could have happened yes. in the start of this film <laughs> but, yeah. but in this version she made it out and found a hillbilly yes and uh the actions of that hillbilly make no sense uh sure. regarding when we get to the end of the film but um for now he uh Apparently gets the word out or the word gets to the sheriff that uh, someone's been found. Yes. And we see but they don't want to get the media's hopes up because the media is still looking at old boring cave or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it's funny. The start of this movie, there's like this huge manhunt and, 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 you know, we had just seen Sarah out of the cave and I'm like, I'm thinking like, would there be this many people searching for these guys? Like, <laughs> as soon as this happens, but they make a big deal about how like Juno is the senator's niece or something. So maybe she right. is like some sort of well-known person and they would kind of have this manhunt. Like, well, I think after if they've you been put, gone for less than, if you hour. put a plan in with like the Rangers or something and you don't come back and check in, like that's the whole point of it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, no, they would be looking. They would, they it would be, it would be a thing and it's all these people. And yeah, I mean, it would be a, a, especially for that part of the country, it would, there would be. And they have to put in the fact that there was like a previous uh, cave 
issue, which is maybe why the media's there, like on day one, <laughs> right? Before, yeah, even yeah, like yeah, like, oh, missing. this cave team fucked up before. Yeah, <laughs> they killed some girls in a cave. In. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we get introduced to a bunch of new characters. Cave occurs. One of them. Cave <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> terrible. One of them uh, that I don't know if Elis, if you were excited about seeing Prince Charming in there. It was Prince Charming himself, Josh <laughs> Dallas. And if you squint, um, about halfway through the movie, he's replaced by Zachary Levi. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I don't know. Nice. A- MCU humor. <laughs> uh, I get it. I get I it. that reference. <laughs> good, good. Refer- reference acknowledged. <laughs> Uh, that was funny. I it took me a while to be like, I was thinking like, is that Josh Dallas? <laughs> and it took me like I don't know, fifteen minutes into the movie of him to be like, yeah, that's definitely him. But um, yeah, we've got a new cave team and some, uh, you know, some police officers and um, a police officer who I'm not quite sure as an actor knows what his face is doing all the time. <laughs> He's a famous actor from Happy Days. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Uh, he I don't know. We've been watching some Gary this. Marshall movies lately, and I don't know if Gary Marshall was too discerning on the direction he was giving to people. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the only thing with the with this sheriff character, based on our conversations from the last movie, I was like, no way that guy's going down in the cave. Either that or this movie <laughs> is not going to be claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah. Like my theory about if they had one fat person in the crew that none of this would have happened was not true. I was yeah. wrong <laughs> because I did not know about the existence of the mine shaft elevator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, obviously she came up through an elevator. Yeah. Um, now the, uh, so yeah, the, the sheriff gets word that Sarah has come out and she's in a totally different, you know, part of the uh, countryside than they're looking because obviously they filed the, wrong flight plan um, or the one they thought was correct, but turned out to be wrong. Um, and he decides to like hide it from everyone. And he's going to go deal with it himself. Don't let this get out. Don't let the media know because everybody knows that when there's small town policing, that everybody keeps their mouth shut and nobody talks to the media. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We just watched uh, the wolf in snow hollow. We saw how well that, yes. <laughs> that went in, the, in that small town. <laughs> Despite the fact that this is like a secret mission for this small town sheriff force, they sure do get DNA results back very quickly. Certainly. Um, and even though she fell into a giant pool of miscellaneous blood that she was underneath for quite a long time in the first movie, uh, this time, as soon as she comes out, they test her clothes and they see that Juno's blood is a match. And therefore, they have to be suspicious of her. Yeah. 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 At least the one police officer is like, I'm a positive. Everyone's a like <laughs> half the country's yeah. a positive. Like, come on. It's like, there's blood. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, then the old timey white sheriff is like, I think the small white woman murdered her five friends. Yes. Yeah, that's the that's the most uh, I mean, I guess. No, I guess I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that she murdered them either. That doesn't really make no, sense. Why would you immediately walking in a cave? cave? Like they've already established how dangerous <laughs> it is. It is. They're sending in a cave team to this explored cave. They're just like, oh, they probably got sucked down there. It's really dangerous. They might be dead. Everybody's afraid that they're going to be dead. And then she comes up alive in a completely different cave. They get the facts that they went exploring to an unexplored cave. <laughs> she has complete amnesia, and he's just like, I smell foul play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, maybe later on in the movie it would make sense to be like maybe she murdered that girl we found yeah but uh yeah not at this point in the hospital not even that. <laughs> so they come across one of the dead bodies that looks like it was just ripped apart by animals and he's just like she did this <laughs> <laughs> i knew i brought like, my gun how? for a reason <laughs> yeah uh, well <laughs> people are dumb what? people are dumb in real life they probably would think that i mean yeah i, I feel guess. like that's true to life but She's British. You can't trust her. <laughs> True. Oh. Also unexplained. I mean, okay. So in the first movie they explained it is that they're all on vacation, right? And so they're all visiting. But in this movie, it is still not explained why, like, over half the people that work in this small town are British. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Even the guy like who's doing on the cave rescue team has an accent and everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, don't ask questions. I'm in no. charge. You know how people from the UK just love to move to the backwoods of South Carolina. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you? Seems like a great place to be. I mean, of the Carolinas, it's the southeast. <laughs> um, yes. So they have the exquisite plan of these girls are still down there. We need to go find them. But I'm pretty sure that Sarah also murdered them. And even though that she is out of sorts and looks relatively fucked up, we need to bring her back down into this cave immediately. <laughs> It's a terrible plan. Okay. I was like wondering the whole movie, like how are they going to get her back? I mean, obviously they have to go back in the cave. Like, um, have to go back. It's just like, I I don't know who, I don't know who would agree to this. This would Nobody. never happen. I mean, she has amnesia, right? She doesn't remember what happened, but so she's traumatized. Like, she cannot consent to doing this. And they're like, yeah. you're doing it. You know, yeah. like it's, it's yeah. insane. Like she doesn't even know her daughter died two years ago. Get like down it's, that hole. it's so crazy. And okay. And first of all, they get the dog to like try and find out where she came out of. And the dog goes up to a barn, which is not where she came out of. Yeah. And smells something and gets scared and runs out. And they're like, well, this must be it. This must be where she came out of, despite the fact that we're going to break all these boards in order to get in here and take this (laughs) elevator down. They don't like how about you have the dog keep searching for like two or three options? Yeah, I was really upset that they cut out the scene where the dog gave sworn testimony in front of a judge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I thought the dog was dead, honestly, and that the yeah. maybe one of those crawlers was going to come out in that moment. Officer but. Flops, you have to stand, bark <laughs> once for yes, twice for no. Is this indeed where she emerged, where you smelled the scent? He's like the dog in Big Mouth that talks <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just so alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they it ends up being like they traced the the. Uh, you know, her sent to the chapel mine or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, they go in there and they discuss about uh, how the sheriff's going to bring his gun with him. Even though yep. uh, our lead cave guy is like, if you shoot that down there, it's like shooting off a bunch of dynamite or something. <laughs> um, get yeah, exactly. We get this uh, fun exchange. Um, with Josh Dallas's character that I thought was pretty funny. Well, this old shit still works? Sonny, let me tell you. This old shit bucket will be working a long time after that MP3 of yours. Whatever. <laughs> which, Does he even have an MP3 <laughs> player, which they are referring to? I know. It's he like, just is like, you youngins in your MP3. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> earlier, and the, like he should have been like, okay, well, I didn't see this, but early in the fucking movie, your tape player in your car wasn't working so well, was it, Grandpa? <laughs> Remember, it was, go- it was going like, he's like, he's like, my Rio will last forever. <laughs> <laughs> my cassette tapes will be. No, yeah. I love too that um, Josh Dallas has the same uh, you know disease as some of the girls from the other from the first movie. That as soon as he hears that it's a uncharted cave system, he's like, "Hot damn, let's get down there!" Yeah, <laughs> he's got that boy has cave fever. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Wait, wait, you telling me there's an uncharted cave system?" And they're like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Cool," and starts like really <laughs> taking off the boards, like, "Let me what get out my shorts." Yeah, <laughs> gotta get down there. Um, and uh, you know, we talked about how nice it was that the movie was all girls in the last one. And, uh, yeah, of course, as soon as you add a guy, you got to have the guy just be constantly, you know, not just a guy, doing unwanted old advances, timey, old man, sheriff with a gun too. like, yeah, I just meant like Josh Dallas's character is like, oh. you know, trying to hit on the girl the entire time. And it's just like, yeah, uh, it's grating. And there's a bunch of deleted scenes of the old man being a total bastard. Uh, really? They deleted some of that? Because I think they left it all in. Oh, did they uh, include the scene where he's at the hospital and the nurse is like, uh, tells him where, you know, she Sarah's can't go room. back into that cave. <laughs> no, the nurse is like, that's crazy. No, I'm just not allowing it from a medical perspective. She has to stay here for observation until she regains her memories and is at least rehydrated. Absolutely not, Sheriff. I can't allow you to do it. Yeah, he's like, hey, where can somebody get a cup of coffee around here? And she's like, oh, uh, well, I can get you a cup of coffee. How do you like it? And he goes, he goes, hot and wet. 
<laughs> and then and then Rios is like <laughs> Rios is even calls him out on it and she's like she's like uh you know some places would call that harassment and he's just like ah whatever we're in city town <laughs> but I was like okay that was totally worth cutting out it's not even <laughs> clever it's like <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's I know it's so yeah, yeah, yeah. sick. It's so sick. Uh, <clears throat> that was the only deleted scene worth mentioning. There were actually one God. other one. There, there. I were, wish I, you had God. it. Honestly, I, oh, I could I'm have sorry. gone my whole life without <laughs> imagining. That. Hot and wet. Okay, <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, yeah. So uh, they go down in the cave. Yeah, they just go right the fuck down there again. <laughs> with the with the uh you know, the goal of getting into this uh cave system, even though everyone or the old man told him in like six different ways that it was a bad place. And also my grandpa went down there when he was a grandpa. grandpappy. My grandpa went down there, he didn't come back. And they he tells a story about how like they broke into the gates of hell and hell was pissed about it. <laughs> right. Um but they go down anyways, of course. They go down. I actually... And they find that uh, the, the monster's makeup uh, artist went to a different cave. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Well, I was like, I know we're like really, we're kind of making fun of this movie, but I did, uh, I kind of liked, I was surprised that it was a legitimate part two. And I kind yes. of liked the, yes, it's dumb, like, Okay, it's a dumb, you know, they got to get her back down in the cave, okay? No, and, and, and they have to, and they did it, and there's some, there's actually, you could respect them for just, like, not trying to, like, yeah. make it too overly complicated. And I like, uh, you know, I like her performance in this. Like, I was kind of, you know, there was kind of some tension of, like, rooting for Shauna McDonald, her, uh, for her character Sarah to... You know, like, come on, like, remember what happened? Because she she actually really has amnesia and she's not like, you know, faking it. She's she goes all the way down there with barely saying anything, uh, just kind of looking like unsure and like maybe she has a bad feeling, but she doesn't know. And you're like kind of rooting for her to remember before they get too far in where they can't turn back. But uh, she doesn't remember fast enough, obviously. But I kind of liked that feeling uh, in this first part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand why. I think it would have been even better if they had said, okay, she's recovered for a week and like decides to go back because she th they think Juno may still be alive for whatever reason. And then it's like, it would have been way cooler if Juno had like gone full on cave person and like learned to live among <laughs> them or something, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel but, like, I, I mean, I'm trying to think like what, you know, what the writers were going through thinking of like how to do this because. I kind of feel like, yeah, maybe in their mind, like that girl was so messed up. Sarah was so messed up that one, she may never recover. And two, if she does recover, like, I don't think if she was in her right mind, she would ever go back down there. So they have yeah. to like invent some way for her to be coerced and kind of like, you know, yeah. Brought back down there when she barely even is comprehending what's happening. Yeah. Um, you know what I did like though their first discovery of a body, um, yeah. <laughs> which was pretty unexpected and funny because the body looks like it's breathing and they're like, "That's not possible. There's no body heat. Like this, this can't be alive." And the freaking rat comes out of her yes. mouth. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's it's hilarious, but it's also like rats give off heat. You dumb fuck. Like right, it would right. totally show up on the scope. Yeah, that's but maybe true. not hot enough. Like. To make her body show up because it's like insulated. Yeah, yes. maybe I don't know. But oh it well, anyway, insulated it was, because because there was there was exposed gooey ribs. <laughs> no one's thinking about it that hard. It was a great gag. <laughs> it was a great rat gag. Because I was kind of like also like yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and then the rat was like, I can cook. And then he hopped on somebody's head, and then they started doing. They opened up a restaurant, and it was incredible. <laughs> the rats were controlling the crawlers all along. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, that, that, the part where they find this kind of happens throughout the movie where I really liked where they come across like different moments from the first film. Yes. Uh, different kind of tableaus of what happened or remnants of the previous movie. 
which I thought was kind of fun because we had that a little bit in the last film when they're coming across like the remnants of like some really old mining ex- exhibition. Ex- yeah, the sorry. girl still hanging from the ceiling was particularly uh, yeah. bad. This, <laughs> is, this is an amazing set piece in this movie. Like there is some real good shit happening. And one yeah. of them is this girl who's hanging from the ceiling that they have to use as like a floors lava type obstacle course <laughs> yeah. to hold on to and swing across. And this is one of those movies that it's like, you know, it'd be real gross if you got like some real gross, like bodily fluids in your mouth from from another person. And the, the movie pulls the gag off like uh, four or five times. Yeah. But all the actors are also doing the thing where their mouths are just open. They're just like, <laughs> oh, no, don't let the blood get in my mouth. <laughs> ah, yeah. The fake let blood was really gummy and like bright red in Super this too. Gummy. But yeah, I mean, the. The bodily fluid from the dead body. Oh, God. It was so gross. This movie has so many inserts of of violence happening uh, against prosthetic skin that it is kind of horrifying to watch. I feel like that the ed- this editor who directed the first one, I mean, who edited the first movie and directed this movie, like, dude loves his insert shots and they're really effective, but they can be overwhelming. <laughs> what, when someone's getting their uh, hand cut off in the worst oh possible way? Oh my god. Yeah, that was funny. Also, like, I'm not sure, like, I don't remember as much in the first one, like, the crawler's Every single time they jump up on somebody, bite them on the side of their neck and then like fall off. And like, that's always like the thing that they do so that the blood can come like spraying yeah. out. Yeah. But like, I don't know if like, well, I guess it makes sense to do it that way. Like from a hunting Hunter perspective. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. yeah, it was like, wouldn't they just bite you wherever they could? Would they always go straight for, you know, your neck? I, I mean, yeah, the crawlers at this point know. look like that they're a bunch of orc extras from the Lord of the Rings that just got abandoned in a cave somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they definitely yeah. became more orky and less golemy. Yes. They, yeah. they kind of yep. like, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, was they filmed less in... <laughs> otherworldly. <laughs> it was filmed in New Zealand with real crawlers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, just leftover extras. That'd be so fucked up. Um... I like, uh, I feel like this movie, um, does a good job setting up various horrifying situations, uh, much like the first film. Um, I enjoyed how quickly things like devolved into total chaos <laughs> once they, yeah. they find that first body and it's just like, everyone's like, you know, Sarah runs Wah! off somewhere and like everyone's breaking up and running all over the place and there's a cave in. <laughs> a fun thing that this movie will do is they will spend you 10 minutes watching you two characters like go through hell to survive whatever scenario that they're in and then kill them <laughs> immediately after that. Like yep. it was just like, yep, like that was their 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like that story's over. It's like, Let's oh, wow. On. He just sacrificed himself for her and she's dead. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, she wasn't paying attention. I don't know. She probably could have survived that situation. But m- maybe not, uh, you know, maybe just, you know, be. Josh Dallas had to fall into a bottomless pit and die of starvation. And then that chick immediately died as soon as she reached the other side, (laughs) (laughs) which is pretty dope. I mean, I will say that this movie, I can tell that somebody somewhere when like that alien comparison in the trailer is apt because somebody wanted to make this where uh, Ripley from Alien and then turning her into Ripley from a- Aliens. Yeah. Like, there are multiple times where the characters from the first movie become badass crawler <laughs> killer, like, I know what to do. <laughs> yeah, they actually talk about that comparison a lot on the, like, making of thing. Where oh, they, I bet they do. Yeah, but, but it's more <laughs> about how they were actively trying to, like, sidestep that. Like, they didn't want to go... Like, you know, how aliens goes into more action and Marines and all that stuff. They purposely didn't want to do that. They wanted to, like, maintain the atmosphere Mm. of the first film. I don't feel like that they were successful. (laughs) They want to have a little girl. I think they were because, like, I mean, if it was aliens, then they'd be like, we're going down there with rocket launchers and whatever, you know, like, we're going to go fuck up those I guess the scares every single time was it like this. The scare was the exact same scare every time where it was just. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, I don't know that it wasn't always like that, but um, 
there was a point in this movie where I was like, all right, I'm starting to formulate my like, well, this movie isn't nearly as claustrophobic as the first film. Yeah. But then there's like a few things that happen that I was like, okay, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty claustrophobic. You're right. Are you talking about my favorite thing that happens in this movie? Uh, he probably is. Maybe. You're talking about the one where the girl is trapped by herself? She's, yep, yep. She's trapped <laughs> by herself, and uh, one of the crawlers gets through, and there's a little cave in, and his head is just little, little tiny squished <laughs> by a rock, just kind of settling, and it just, and they just hold on it, like it's just like he has a jello skull. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what I liked about that part is, uh, I mean, yeah, that was one of the things they said they wanted to focus on. They never, they never. Uh, got to do a situation where the crawlers were like attacking you in like a really tight space yeah. in the first, in the first movie. Um, but what I thought was funny about this is that, that they spend the whole time being like, she's like, I'm trapped in this place. I can't get out of it. Someone's got to come get me. And then it turns out like 10 minutes later, like, Oh, well, if you would have just like tried really hard, you could have got out the, <laughs> the top without any issue. Apparently, uh, as soon as she's starting to get like, you know, the dogs at the things, cra- cra- you know, crawls well, abandoning the stuff is always a big step in this kind of thing too. That's true. Yeah. But, I was going to yeah. make a 127 hours joke, but that actually happened a year after this movie. So, oh, yes. Good on them. I thought you guys were going to talk about the, um, like, this savage uh, Neanderthal creature crawler society is organized enough to have a designated shithole. Yeah. That's right. Well, you know, that's a great transition because it's going to bring up. Our sponsor for this evening, <laughs> shitpit.com. <laughs> Have you ever been trying to go to the bathroom in your small, regular toilet sounding like this? <laughs> it's the, the, the hole's not big enough. Shitpit.com's got you covered. They'll come out to your house anytime you want. Dig a hole. Shitpit.com. A gaping cavern for your waist. <laughs> That's right. Big enough for at least two grown women. <laughs> you know, when they first fell in that uh, that puddle, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a that's a toilet puddle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they go on to confirm it in great detail. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I love this could also just after that and, and her getting out ish maybe um you could have uh you know there could just be a uh 28 days later prequel of yeah. all of the uh pathogens that could come out of that shit pit i feel like but you know closed off ecosystem in the bottom of a cave yeah i feel like the shit pit makes sense though like you know oh totally <laughs> you <have> limited <laughs> space in a cave yeah. like you're just like you're not gonna just want common poop, sense survival right? it's darwinism to be like no like you like we found a real deep hole like go do that over there yeah exactly <laughs> exactly we got a bone pit we got to eat on the bones but like we can't get the feces in with the bones we got to come over in the ship pit yeah the the uh the other very scary uh claustrophobic moment is when uh sarah's just like Hey, we just gotta we gotta go this way underwater. Mm. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, fuck no, I'm not going where you can't see the exit. You might just be going down there to die. <laughs> I mean, you're probably gonna die anyways, but <laughs> very scary moment. Um uh yeah, I didn't like that. Didn't like that. So who else was mad that um big old sheriff guy survived as long as he did? <laughs> Me, I wanted him to die immediately. I thought for sure he was going to die so fast. At least when he used the gun and ruined everything. Yeah, exactly. Instead, he continues to ruin things throughout the movie. And he's like, when he handcuffed himself, I was like, are you effing (laughs) kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Like what? Like she obviously at that point is not guilty of whatever the heck he thinks. I know. It's so stupid. So is there a critique of this movie 
where it is actually like him surviving as long as he does is the point. And that there is, this is an anti anti patriarchy movie where (laughs) women can only succeed on the corpses of other women. And even then some dude's going to be hanging out with a shovel to take you out. (laughs) (laughs) Like That's right. I feel like that there is, you could approach this movie in that way and make a pretty solid point. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you think that uh, you think that the all male writers and directors and everything no, were, were no, making I don't. that point. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that it that might be a uh, uh, artificial world that they built that might just hold up to that critique very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it kind of like has to. It shows that like even though the first movie was praised for being this all female cast and everything, it's like they still didn't really have any women like in the room they were just kind of like you know would be cool changing everybody to a woman and just making all of them women and doing the same movie that we were planning and that'll be cool which like okay yeah maybe but then like when you continue the story it's sort of it's sort of like it it brings to light that it didn't really i don't know what i'm trying to say but yeah you know like it it didn't yeah, it, it brings to light that the first movie wasn't actually really saying anything about them mm-hmm. being all women. Right. It just did it to do it. Yeah, it just yeah. was all women. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, speaking of the you know all women cast of the first film, they do uh, return all of them or most of them at at some yeah. point. There is a uh, fun fact. There is a uh, part in the film where they find eventually that camcorder that uh, they're using a lot in the first movie to kind of like look through the night vision and they rewind it back and watch a bunch of like clips of them back at the cabin or when they were first getting in the car and uh, all that stuff was actually new footage. I thought it was like deleted scenes or something. Oh, interesting. But it was all new footage that like actually was shot by Neil Marshall shot the stuff for the camcorder new for the sequel even though he was just a producer on the film. That's really interesting. I can't believe they got everybody back together for that. That's expensive. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. Um, and uh, there's one cast member that returns in even uh, bigger fashion. Uh, and Neil's already let that cat out of the bag. I know. Well, we haven't really. It's uh, Cave Raider Juno. <laughs> Cave Raider She's Juno. She's wearing shorts now. Oh. She recovered enough from the giant gaping hole in her leg to run around a cave. Well, as we have seen throughout the every scene in this movie, his skin's real durable. <laughs> it can take a lot of punishment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, when she showed up, I was kind of, I was surprised, but then also started to get a little upset because I thought that it seemed like the movie was starting to turn and make it seem like Sarah was the bad person yeah. uh, for having left her. And then it was going to be all about Juno getting back at her for leaving her. Uh, and it didn't really end up being that in the end, but for a while I was like, ah, don't go that way. No. You know, but it, it doesn't that your palate from the taste that you started to get from that isn't cleansed. Cause it's really not about anything. Uh, yeah, I guess not. But I, I did, I did, uh, w- once they get to the end, I did like that. Uh, I guess maybe enough had happened to Sarah or whatever that at some point, instead of just being like mad at Juno, she actually wanted to try to save her. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I liked that it was kind of this thing where it's like, all right, you were so at, in the first movie, she was so upset with her in that moment that she was like, fuck you. I'm leaving you here. Uh, but to now, like you've gone through this traumatic experience. You'd think like at that point you might want to try to save the one person who you might be able to like relate to from this like yeah. crazy moment and just be over everything that happened. And I did like that moment. Like I, I, I enjoy that. We get to have the closure more that the first film doesn't give us, I guess. Yeah. And then this one, they straight up say it. She's like, yeah, she had an affair with my husband or whatever, mm-hmm. but like Sarah even says, and honestly, like that would have been fine if it weren't for all of the cave stuff (laughs) she's like i would have completely forgiven her for the affair but like she brought us into this freaking cave and killed our friend you know (laughs) she made me Uh, kill her actually (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh yeah um 
So it was interesting bringing her back. Uh, I, I I wasn't really expecting Juno to come back. I hadn't. Se- no, I had it was seen, it was pretty wild. Yeah, I had seen that uh, Shauna McDonald was back for the for this one, um, but that was a fun surprise for me. I mean, as far as sequel sins that we call out a lot of movies for, this movie does a lot of things right. Yeah, sure. I actually think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, except for a few things that <laughs> piss me off, but. <laughs> But uh, otherwise, I, I think the movie is pretty good. Um, oh, the other thing that I really liked that was super fucked up is like the actual actually the first death in the movie, the like lead cave guy. Uh, I love how they had set this up where like Rios kind of somehow goes off with Sarah, but they're still kind of in the same room. And Sarah has like shushed her and like kind of like transferred over the information that, hey, right. the crawlers uh can hear you they, they they have that's that's how they track you and they have to like sit there quietly while <laughs> that dude just gets killed and they can't even do anything and i thought that was really messed up um, yeah and uh, a great way to like stage that that first death yeah but you know you got to do what you got to do and you know some other way guys yeah does. for sure i feel like this movie loses a little bit of the lovecraftian thing i feel like that the thing that makes the descent work so well and the setting work so well is um just seeing anything alive down there is is scary and so there's a slow burn that's inherent to the first one that isn't there on this one However, I think that there are some really clever set pieces. There's some really clever things that bring that kind of same that still do a lot of fun stuff with the setting. I just think that so much of why people love the first one is already out the door. Um, yeah. I just knowing that there's monsters down. I mean, yeah, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. Yep. <laughs> it's like, right, and knows. like you, I mean, I, maybe it would have been too stereotypical, but I feel like if you're going to go back to the cave and even though it's only been a few days, you got to show something about the monsters that ups the ante other than just like the ship pit and like and there's big, a hand. There, was, one, there was a specific lady one who had a bit of a rat face. But she yeah, already existed but in like, the first I feel film. like they got to find like the king monster or like, you well, know, they, I mean, that's the aliens thing. Yep. Or they sure. find out that the monster has a skill that they didn't know about before right. or something, you know now but yeah they i mean they do kind of do that they have that big like dave bautista style giant one that comes down yeah. at the end i guess i didn't really notice that he was any bigger than any of the oh others. the one that like drags down the deer he's supposed to be like, oh sp- yeah 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 and that, that's the one that like ends up killing juno at the end is this like, okay fair enough i'm wrong big crawler but yeah i, get <laughs> I it. wanted to see like a like you know it's not like cave status what, yeah, if, yeah. what <laughs> if he did a donkey kong style rap to let him know let you know that he was the king of the crawlers that would have yeah. been good it's not like they were down there and be like, oh, shit, there's flying ones now. Yeah. What if he said, oh, yeah, they fly now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can use doors. Um, Actually, they had jetpacks in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> but to, to Elon's point, there could have been a lore thing. There could, I mean, this movie is actually trying to, to say that there's more to these crawlers than, you know, it's just an uncharted cave system and it's a forgotten, you know species that thrive down there there's apparently some sort of society and some sort of thing up top that it's protecting them mm-hmm. yeah the with, movie decides to throw in at the end this is the for, part this is the part laughs. that just made me mad i was like what yeah i don't like this it makes either. no sense okay so at the end of the movie the the one person that gets out is rios the the deputy um, who like I didn't really like her any more than Sarah or Juno but I'm like alright I guess if only one person has to live I guess I'm not pissed that it's her but I would have rather had one of the original yeah. women live yep. Yeah, and they she, both sacrificed <laughs> she, yeah, she gets out like in basically the same it, it's like the exact same scene as the first one of Sarah getting out she, she breaks the ground and comes out and she's running 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 and then she stops like after she has made it maybe like, I don't know, 30 feet from the hole or whatever. And I was like, uh, you better run further away. Cause in my mind, I remember them saying like, you know, in down in the cave, they say like they hunt above ground. So like in my mind, I'm like, Oh shit. The, the crawlers are going to be like above ground now, or they're one's going to come down from a tree or I don't know. Something's going to get her while she's trying to make this phone call. But the one thing I had, would have never, ever guessed <laughs> is that the old man from the beginning is going to hit her with a shovel and drag her back to the hole. That's not what I would have ever guessed would happen. And I don't think it makes any sense. Like, 
if that if he's doing that, why in the beginning of the film would he rescue Sarah right. and not do the same thing to her? I don't get it. it makes no sense. Dumb I mean, Andy. he had no. I could get maybe he rescued Sarah to lure more people into the hole as a sacrifice for the crawlers, but like There's, he had no way of knowing that yeah. those police people were going to make the horrible, stupid decision of making her go back into the game. I mean, it could it could also be the point where like once he saw somebody escape, like that they could then start maybe come out of ground, and so he put her there to keep them happy. Like it could be possible that he's killing things and leaving them on that killing like that that stick trap like that deer it's possible that you know he was so that doing that and up. feeding them so they don't come up yeah. like it I, would be a little bit consistent with the lovecraft stuff of like insmith cultists and things like that but it's so out of left field it's, it's just, so uh, unjustified like yeah. i just i'm doing all of the work to make that happen yeah, and right. there and it could be any one of those things and i don't want to do any of that work yeah it's it like doesn't that, make any fucking sense that's your immediate thought but there's no yeah you get no sense throughout the rest of the film that there's any sort of nefarious planning on that yeah and also like guy, these you know? crawlers are so unevolved that i feel like they're pretty useless above the yes. ground and that especially in 2000 and whatever humans don't need to be scared of them like <laughs> Bill them down there with easily. a machine gun and you're fine yeah, like, <laughs> uh yeah i mean there is a scene in the elevator where he's sensitive to light and I'm sure that they think that that's foreshadowing. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I just remember him winking yeah, when they go it's down. A thing, <laughs> it's a thing that they do. They sign him with the flashlight and he's just like, oh, oh, oh. but he's like, that like, doesn't even okay. make sense because he's then later they're like, oh, they're blind. Yeah. Like I was yeah. thinking about that, too. I don't know. It's dumb. He, he's outside all day in the sunlight. So also, no I feel like that if you're if you're going spelunking, there's better flashlights than big old cop mag lights. <laughs> your light <laughs> is your life. Like five pounds. Your light is your life, Tyler. What did I tell you? Light life. Hashtag light life. Take point. Yeah. <laughs> I took this the audio clip of him yelling at Greg. All right, Greg. Take point. Take point. <laughs> it is really Greg. strange to me. Sorry, there's a ton of sirens tonight. <laughs> yeah. Crawlers are out. Yeah, the crawlers are out. Um, so these cave rescue squads are like federal usually or they're like a specialty firefighter thing and it's funny to me that like they wouldn't have this close of relationship to this local sheriff unless this shit happens all the time <laughs> well it, it, yeah i mean in the story of the- that it does <laughs> yeah it happened just like two weeks ago <laughs> and apparently that he, the, that dude fucked it up so bad that those people died or he didn't rescue yeah, we, them where reporters were taunting him <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you think you've gotten there quick enough this, this time? time? Unlike last week. You freaking British loser. Get out of our <laughs> Get out of our caves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just really weird. Uh, what are your so what is your favorite crawler killer crawler scare in this movie I think that mine is when one of them gets their head smooshed like a pimple by a big old rock I think that looked the coolest yeah 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 that was that was probably the best one um there's a there's a couple I liked when they're like crawling through that basically tube of a cave and there's that one in front of them and they're kind of yeah. like, fuck, what do we do? We have to go. We can't like go backwards. We no, have to go forwards. Cool. The only thing I didn't like as a, is uh, that, you know, Rio screams about the the mice, uh, the, the rat that's in there or whatever. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, after everything you've seen, you're going to like scream like that when a mouse is in your honestly, face. <laughs> honestly, a rat would be comforting. A yeah. rat would be like, she's oh, seen, okay. She's seen so much worse shit up to that point that she's it's not going like, to go. We're still on planet Earth because like, at some point you'd start to disassociate. Be like, am I actually in hell? Like, did oh, I yeah. die? Like, what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I hate to be stereotypical, but like the question that you asked in the first place, like I would take fault with it because like the real monsters are the white men, not uh, yes. the crawlers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So well, okay. So what they let's did talk about was much how, scarier than what any of the crawlers let's, did. Let's yeah. talk about the best <laughs> villain kill then, where a uh, how many pickaxe swings does it take to get the center of a white man's <laughs> wrist? <laughs> that was pretty great. He's <laughs> like, the answer is a satisfying amount. 
<laughs> it was so gross. And now I was just the whole time be- thinking like that would hurt so bad. And it's like, yeah, it's like the this worst movie has a three minute sequence where somebody just takes pickaxe swings and then they cut to a close up of it, chunking out more flesh as somebody's <laughs> stuck holding on with a uh, handcuffs around their wrist until their wrist is severed at the their hand is severed from the arm at the wrist after like two minutes of it being just hacked at and where he can just fall down Gandalf style with crawlers. Uh, I love the whole time. Him. He's like, pull me up. This is your own dumbass fault. You idiot. Jesus. Although oh. it's two people then that fall down into the abyss, which I, which didn't look, it was not a great effect. <laughs> no, um, they should have got that abyss from that other James Cameron movie. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. What was that abyss doing? Anything? <laughs> yeah. I'm not working right now. Um, I, I did like the one time I thought it was funny that they're trying to kill the crawler with like all these different things. And then Rios is like, my hairpin could probably do it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> What's the one thing I would have as a girl, I guess, maybe? That was yeah. genuinely funny. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. Um, and, uh, yeah, Juno, I did like Juno being a badass, and they kind of, I liked at the end where they're like, all right, we've got to sneak through here real quiet. like." <laughs> and then somebody falls or something, and they have, to, uh, they have to kill all these dudes. But they're able to kill them all, and I was kind of like, well, shit, you could have, like, snuck up on one and took them out and then <laughs> probably done a lot better just killing them all. <laughs> What did you think about the 10 minutes in the movie where Sarah was trying to kill all of them? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I was right. She is the moidor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have tried to kill him too, I guess. They're yeah, being, I guess. They were being stupid. But I just don't know why she ran forwards instead of backwards no. at that point. And then there's a the whole sequence where they're like, we're watching, they're watching that aforementioned like high, high eight, you know, camera footage. And like, I guess it's her getting her memories back. But it's, it's like, oh, oh, my friends are talking shit about me. <laughs> what, what I did like, I just remembered about that that moment that like if this happened to you in real life would s- probably make you die of a heart attack. They're watching, <laughs> they're watching the movie, and in the video, it's like, oh god, like there's something in here and they're like watching it. And all of a sudden it gets to that part in the movie where like the crawler is standing behind the girl and they're like, ah, and then they look up and there's one right next to them. And they're like, <laughs> like, ah! like he was watching like, Oh, yeah. the, the, the character knowledge unraveling of that scene is so insane because they're watching all of these familiar beats. Then they get to like the bone pit, which is one of the more chilling scenes from the first yeah. movie. And they're like, somebody even says that's where we are right now. And it's like, wait, you're standing in the bone pit and you're yeah. just like let's just keep watching this video there could be more information <laughs> and it's like you're standing in a bone pit you've already found dead bodies <laughs> maybe they'll tell us what type of bones they are but yeah it is really funny that it's a double scare where it's just like oh that exact same scare from the first movie and guess yeah. what it's the scare exactly the same again like if you were watching a video and uh, like one of those jump scares happened and then that thing in the video was right next to you yeah. in real life yeah. And then it turns out you're in a video and yeah. then somebody else is supposed and to come in like, and you zoom out again. <laughs> yeah. It just reminds me of the pre-taped Colin show from Mr. Show where David Cross is just like, no, you're calling about last week's episode. And then they do this whole like infinity mirror thing where he turns the screen and it's every week going back in time of everybody calling the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Um, yeah. At the end, uh, I kind of liked uh even though I guess it didn't, I don't know. I feel like she still could have gotten out, but I did kind of like Sarah's like sacrifice, sacrifice sure. scream and everything. Um, She's looking real Sarah Connor. Cause yeah, she does it. I like that, you know, for her at that point, it's like, what, what is there worth living for her? I don't right. know. I just didn't think their Rios was good enough to really yeah. <laughs> warrant <laughs> sacrifice. Yeah. I was kind of, yeah, her, her character was so like uninteresting. I guess she has a kid, like whatever. Um, but but, uh, good for, yeah, but I kind of, yeah, she was such a non entity that I thought like, Oh, maybe Sarah will get back out. But, uh, she didn't really. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, I do like that the movie tried to say that there was consequences for what she did to Juno and that they were able to hash that out and that, you know, that there was a restoration of that friendship and that um, there's something really interesting about that. There's something that is, you know, her her having that sacrifice, them sacrificing for each other and getting the second chance of kind of kind of being able to reconcile it's insane but i like that the movie didn't just choose to completely ignore it mm-hmm. um so yeah. that's good yeah uh is it that time it might be that time right you got it you how, have a rating yeah i do how many pickaxe wrist hacks would you give <laughs> pickaxe wrist hacks <laughs> i'm gonna mess it up when i try to say it uh the descent part two right um, I'm gonna give it four pickaxe wrist hacks. Yep. Is that right? Pickaxe wrist hacks. Okay, four pickaxe wrist hacks. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um that's a tongue twister. <laughs> because um it was way worse than the first one, but it was still for a horror movie, like it was still fine. It had lots of good kills and action and monster stuff and they tried. It was not like they didn't phone it in. Yeah. So, yeah, four. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to give it six pickaxe wrist tacks. Is that right? Did I get it? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I was actually surprised how good this was. Um, It feels like like a legitimate part two. Um, I think that they're is some good, you know, like emotional payoff and stuff that people might be interested in having after seeing the first film. And I mean, you know, yeah, obviously they go back in the cave, but I feel like they don't like fully repeat everything that happens. They do, they do add in some, you know, new situations for the characters and, and, um, I think it, uh, I kind of like how it closes the loop on the story. Um, it, uh, it's definitely one that, you know, I think if you liked the first one, it's worth checking out for the characters and just to kind of see what happened to them. Um, whereas some sequels are just like, no, don't, don't, don't tarnish the first film. I think like <laughs> the fact that a lot of the people that were so heavily evolved, involved in the first film are back for this, including, you know, John yeah. Harris and uh, Neil Marshall is the producer and like the set designer is back and everything. Um, I think, and the composer is back as well, even though it sounds like they just basically use the same music from the first movie. Um, I think that, you know, they really tried to, uh, keep up the quality. Obviously it's a dip, but I don't think it's as much as a dip as I expected. I think I'm going to give it five pickaxe wrist hacks. I think that, uh, I agree with what both of you are saying. I think that it gives me a larger appreciation for the first movie and that it's not just a kind of low budget. It's not the nastiness and it's not the efficiency of it. It's not just the, uh, the setting or the monsters. It takes a lot of discipline to maintain that level of atmosphere, that level of claustrophobia. And this movie loses sight of that uh, a couple times. And as soon as that happens, the illusions of a little bit broken uh it's not helped out by kind of shoehorning all our characters back into this cave but once it's down there it is trying to come up with set pieces it is doing a lot of legwork to work in the characters from the first movie and there is something kind of amazing about just returning back to the scene of the crime of a slasher movie days after it happened and just walking right back into that meat grinder and having everybody you know there and kind of rediscovering that and I will say that that's a more there's there's some sort of disconnect between her not remembering and and her having to go back down there. I wish that there was a a different way that that got everybody down there and everybody working. That being said, there are some imaginative set pieces here. There are some fun kills. It does honor the first one and in a, in a real way, any shortcomings there I think are not intentional. Um, and uh, you, you know, uh, we've had worse drop-offs from a one and a two. And I think it deserves a lot of credit. I mean, right? I, if, if for an instant comparison, I can tell you uh, at the start of the, 
DVD of this movie, there is a trailer for Cabin Fever 2, Spring Fever, yeah, yeah, which, it, is. which is also ostensibly a continuation of the first story. Yep. That involves is, a police officer. Which is terrible. So this is like, yeah. you know, Way leaps and bounds that. above that. So yep. there you go. It really is. So I think from the ratings, you can tell all of us like the first one better than the second one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Would you guys want to see part three or a Descent? Uh, born or anything. I guess I'm, I, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, I was kind of surprised that there hasn't been another one. Cause I guess like, yeah, me too. Th- I guess this, uh, you know, sequel, it wasn't theaters in the UK, but didn't do super well, but it did really well on DVD. And usually that's the kind of thing where it's like, all right, time to print, um, you know, print more of them. And so I'm a little Coming bit to surprised. a streaming service near you. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I am a little bit surprised. There's not another one. Maybe at this point they would consider a remake or something, but, uh, I, I would watch another one. Yeah. If someone, how would could... you, how would you like to see this lore expanded? Would you like to explore more about the surface people that have enabled this, uh, uh, sect of crawlers to live? No, uh, you want undetected? like a, <laughs> Like a uh, would you would you want a tremors route where there's they're in a cave in South Africa and nope there's nope. crawlers there too, nope. okay or so, are they further inv- evolved and now they uh, yeah I just want new people to stumble upon it so so journey reasons. to the center of the earth rules where they go deeper into the cave yeah what I would like is a sequel that is also kind of a reboot where they go yeah go back down and. The director uh, has, you know, concocted new situations for our characters to be in. And uh, for people that watch the original ones, maybe there's some fun Easter eggs of like them coming. What if it's what if it's a uh, uh, this? Here's my pitch is that the whole family is now dead and there was a lot of money left over from all of the deaths and insurance that is established as Sarah <laughs> has a uh, uh, scholarship uh, for uh college athletes and they go, well, I want to go spelunk the cave that, that, uh, you know, that like, she died. in. <laughs> yeah. That, that she died in. If they ever because, even figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What if the cave, in but like, that's how of... you get another young new person in there. That's right. I guess. What if in some sort of freak accident, the cave inverts and it's now above ground. And so people are just suddenly inside the cave without even knowing it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel like we're going to see another Descent movie in our lifetimes. Yeah. Uh, everything gets uh, remade or sequelized eventually. Um, this one already did, and I think it'll happen again. Right. What if they made a TV well, show? Too much. That'd be too much. Is it time when we talk about... Well, I guess we talked about the this franchise. Mm-hmm. Is, do we have any other thoughts overall? Or? I don't think so. I think it's uh, uh yeah I think it's totally solid it's a it's a it's a, got a classic first entry and uh, you know if you're curious uh, to watch the second one you won't uh, probably be completely it, it's not a total waste yeah. of time nope it's yeah. a nice little twofer <laughs> yep well uh should we discuss what's happening next for us or do we want to talk about how to get in touch with us first do the uh do the thing first do it okay uh email us at sequelrights at gmail.com with your suggestions for future franchises and you can find us on social media on twitter instagram facebook and youtube at sequel rights please rate and review us on apple Podcasts. five stars goes a long way for helping us spread our podcast out to a wider audience that's right and uh you know we we've now done two horror franchises in a row so it's time for us to go in the exact opposite direction. <laughs> I don't know, Justin. We're talking about the horrors of alcohol and, uh, and what uh, what your life of drinking might bring upon you. Yeah, babysitting children, <laughs> being a being a coach. God, I don't remember that part at all. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, he's, it's a bad news bear. Situ- we'll find out about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are of course talking about Pacey's young hockey career <laughs> <laughs> as part of the Mighty Ducks. Ducks fly together. You know what? Uh, there is a brand new TV show version of this coming to Disney Plus, and we ducks thought, run amok. <laughs> we thought that's <laughs> not what it's called. <laughs> we thought uh, it would be fun to uh, watch that because you know so, uh, from the trailer, some of the original people coming back. So um, we thought it'd be fun to go through the Mighty Ducks, and yeah, we we're we're done with. 
We're done with people getting murdered and blood. Let's just have some fun jokes for kids. And uh, yeah, I guess alcoholism. I don't know. (laughs) According to Tyler. (laughs) Alcoholism. I don't remember. I don't remember that either. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Well, I mean. Don't tell us. We're about to watch it. God. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be like the first thing that happens in the movie. We're watching it next week. Um, But yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, So yeah. Until next time, we'll see you guys for the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks.